Hey guys, what the fuck is up? It's Billy, and welcome back to No Bleeps. This week has been a Trisha Paytas, Ethan Klein shit show. I'm sure you guys have seen or heard even just the slightest little bit about all that has been going down because it's literally all that I have been making videos on because it is just such an insane situation that's going on between literal family members and to think that family would be doing this to each other or saying these things about each other is sad and uh, it's such a mess, you guys. But I mean, that's pretty much what we are going to be breaking down today is everything that has pretty much come out about Trisha, Ethan, the situation that's going on with Keemstar. And yeah, I mean, yikes. So first of all, I want to say that if you guys do not know the history behind Keemstar and Ethan Klein, the two of them have some serious beef. They do not like each other at all. And on the recent Mom's Basement podcast, Keemstar explained his hatred for Ethan by basically saying that years ago they collabed with each other and Keemstar went on H3's podcast and they had this grand old time. It was really great. And then afterwards, Ethan started getting a lot of hate for having Keemstar on because he's pretty controversial. And because of that, Ethan was like, oh, we don't support Keemstar. We we hate him. We don't like him. And Keem's kind of like, what the fuck? And so ever since I guess he's thought that Ethan was like a fake person and they've had a lot of beef. Like they've called each other out. They've gone back and forth, made videos about each other. And as of recent, Ethan has claimed that Keemstar striked his channel. And because of this, Ethan cannot make videos for a week, I believe. He can't post on his YouTube channel. And obviously, I think if he gets like one more strike, then he's in danger of losing the entire channel forever for good. And that would just be so horrible because it's literally his career. That's how he makes money. That's how he provides for his family and whatnot. So it would just be like a super fucked up situation. So obviously, they clearly have some beef. And Keem basically explained that Ethan had made several videos talking about Keem and his current relationship that he has with the 20-year-old, which a lot of people have been calling him out for. And in a video that Ethan recently made, Keem didn't like what he had said and done in the video. And he called him out. He called him out on Twitter. And Keem also messaged like his YouTube representative saying like, you know, can we do something about this? This is really fucked up. And well, Keem said he ended up deleting the tweet calling Ethan out, but it must have gotten seen by someone because Ethan ended up getting a strike. And obviously Ethan blames Keemstar for this strike because the only person that called him out for this video was Keem. So in the height of all of this drama of striking and coming at each other, Trisha, Ethan's future sister-in-law, decides to collaborate with Keemstar and go on Keemstar's Mom's Basement podcast with FaZe Banks. This is something that people took big issue with. And Church has been getting called out nonstop, left and right, up and down this entire week. And Trisha has done nothing but try to defend themselves, defend the situation. And it's not been pretty. It's been pretty bad. And it all started with Keemstar posting a photo with Trisha and FaZe. They're like all sitting together. I don't know if it was like before or after they recorded, but it was a photo of the three of them. And Keemstar has his middle finger up. He's smiling so hard because I'm sure he's like totally stoked. He's like, dang, like my enemy is about to see me with a person that 
just betrayed him. Like, hell yeah. Like, it definitely was a major, like, F you to Ethan for sure. And Ethan tweeted out that he was feeling really hurt by this, obviously. And everyone else was like, what the fuck, Trisha? Like, are you for real right now? Like, you're really doing this to Ethan. You're really doing this to somebody who tried to love you so hard, cared about you, still cares about you, is your family. You're going against him to collaborate with his enemy. And the one thing that people were really bringing up was if Ethan had done the same to you, if he had gone on David Dobrik's podcast, if he had gone on Gabby Hanna's podcast, if he had talked to Jeffree Star, if he had invited any of their enemies onto the H3 podcast, Trisha would have had a complete meltdown and posted like a billion videos on their channel. That's literally just the truth because Trisha had already made like 20 million videos about Ethan just with frenemies ending. But imagine if Ethan had done that and Ethan had even come out and said that they had the opportunity to do this. Literally said that Gabby Hanna, after Frenemies ended, had reached out to him and said, you know, let's get together. Let's record an episode. Obviously being shady because Gabby and Trisha do not get along. So it just would have been like a big fuck you to Trisha. And Ethan said he never even texted Gabby back because he would never do that to Trisha. And obviously Trisha would do that to Ethan because that is exactly what they did by going on Keemstar's podcast. And thus began this back and forth between him and Trisha. Trisha trying to justify going on the podcast and everybody pretty much being like, Trisha, there's just no way you ever would have let this slide like at all. There's just no way. And it's true because there's so many receipts that have come out of Trisha not being okay with the situation very similar to this. And in particular, the Gabby situation, because Trisha made a video after Frenemies ended and they filmed a final unaired episode of Frenemies. Like they got back together and filmed an episode, but Ethan decided not to air it. Trisha's still super upset that he chose not to air it, but I think it's because they got into a fight because Trisha said that it got a little heated and, you know, they're just really upset because Ethan apologized and nobody's going to get to see that. Even though... Ethan has come out in two videos and said that there were misunderstandings on his end. There were things that he shouldn't have done. And, you know, those are things that Trisha is saying that he said in that final Frenemies episode, but nobody's ever going to get to see it. I mean, other than the I'm sorry line, we've pretty much heard Ethan say where he messed up. But obviously, I don't think Trisha watched those videos because they're pretty long. But anyways... In a video where Trisha is talking about the Frenemies final episode that they recorded that wouldn't air, they mentioned that Ethan had made it apparent that Gabby had texted Ethan and that there was an opportunity there for her to go onto the show. And Ethan was like, no, I would never do that to you. And Trisha was like, I would have been devastated had this happened, totally devastated if this happened. And I'm just so happy and thankful that he would never do that to me. And it's just like, um, Trisha, Trisha, that's exactly what she just did to him. And the best part about it is that in order to defend themselves against going on Keemstar's podcast, Trisha has been saying things like, you should talk to Gabby Hanna. 
You should. You should have David on. You should have Jason on. You should have these conversations because podcasts are about conversations. And I'm all about having conversations. And we're not in a cult. So you can talk to whoever you want and you can make videos with whoever, whenever you want, all this stuff. I'm not holding you back. Who am I to tell you what to do? When literally a month ago, Trisha was saying how devastated they would be had this actually occurred. Like, oh, suddenly because you collabed with his enemy, he can collab with yours, but God forbid he collabed with your enemy. There's just no way you would have let that slide. You said that you would be devastated. So everybody is extremely frustrated. There's this big headache going on because there are just so many things that Trisha is saying, but doesn't actually mean. And Trisha brings up that a lot of people have been calling them out for the fact that when Rylan and Shane and them were having their falling out, Trisha kept bringing up on Frenemies how hurt they were because of the fact that Jeffree Star was on an episode of The Sip, which is Rylan's podcast. And they were so upset that they were giving Jeffrey a platform and they were posting this podcast and just like laughing and giggling and fangirling over Jeffrey and said that they were so hurt and that they wanted this episode deleted and how dare they have this posted and all this stuff. They're friends with Trisha. They know what Jeffrey has said and done to Trisha. And so they were upset and everyone's just like, okay, so you're saying that your friends can't collab with your enemy but you can collab with your family member's enemy. All right, sure, 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 sure. And obviously, because Trisha's trying to defend going on Keemstar's podcast, Trisha is currently making videos, TikToks, saying that they were never vocal about the Jeffrey thing, that they were hurt, yes, but they were never, you know, telling Shane or Ryland what they could or couldn't do, even though there's literal video clips of Trisha on Frenemies being like, the least they could have done was deleted the episode. Like, how dare you give Jeffrey a platform? Like, Trisha, what? I mean, seriously, like, do you forget what you say because your defense is not working out for you because of things you said in the past. And it's just insane. I mean, people have been pointing out this for a while now that Trisha will say one thing and then a couple months later say something else because it works in their favor for an argument that they're having. And the perfect example is, you know, Trisha lying for like no reason. And this happened about like two weeks ago when Trisha was on Tana Mojo's canceled podcast. And Tana brings up how Trisha is like so real and a real one and will call people out and hold people accountable. And Tana isn't even mad at Trisha. She's like hyping Trisha up and saying all these nice things about Trisha and how she's real and awesome and blah, 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 blah. So she's not upset at all and says that Trisha has called out Tana before for face tuning and like editing photos and all this stuff. And Trisha is like, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I it was never me. I've never done that. I would never, no, 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 that was Ethan. Like, what, what? And Tana is like, oh, really? Yeah. Like Tana had no problem with the fact that Trisha had called her out before, but 
I don't know, Trisha just did not want to be seen in that negative light, calling someone out. And so they were like, nope, that was Ethan. That wasn't me. That was all him. He is the one that called you out. It was not me at all. And then there is somebody that like put this compilation together on TikTok where it literally is Trisha saying that to Tana. And then it's a clip from Frenemies of Trisha being like, Tana takes it too far with editing on Facetune and blah, blah, blah. They look like a completely different person. Look at their photo with Noah Cyrus on Instagram, their face is different, all of this stuff, like literally calling out Tana. And it's just like, Trisha, 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 like, do you think that people are not going to go back and watch these videos and call you out? It's just confusing. And in Trisha's literal defense for all of this, Trisha says that they're a hypocrite. Like, how is that helping your defense right now for literally anything? Like, that's not helping you in the slightest. I mean, seriously, you can't be like saying that you would be devastated if Ethan collabed with Gabby, but then being like, you should collab with Gabby. I have no problem with anything like that. Podcasts or conversations, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just such a headache. It's such a headache. And to think that they're family, like, When Ethan tweeted out that he was so hurt by Trisha, Ethan's mom tweeted out, can't wait for their wedding, not, and called Trisha a weasel in another tweet. And it's just so hard. It's so hard because they are literally about to be related. Like, Trisha is marrying into the family. Moses is stuck in the middle between Trisha and his sister. And it's like all this bad stuff is coming out. Like, they're saying all this negative stuff towards each other. And... Trisha on mom's basement because the episode has since come out has said that this is all just like internet drama to them and that you know they don't talk personally in real life and that this is all just like kept online although the things that Trisha is saying makes me think you know they are taking it personally this is not just online drama this is serious stuff this is affecting people's lives this is affecting families and Trisha is taking it personally because Trisha's calling out Ethan saying, you called out my sister. You said this about me. You tried to make me look like a bad person. And Trisha's doing the same thing with Ethan. I mean, literally on mom's basement, it was just trashing Ethan, all of them, all three of them. That's what the entire episode was basically about, talking badly about Ethan, calling out all his flaws, saying all this stuff about him. And so it really is just so crazy when you think about it. I mean, they say don't work with family because things get messy. And I don't think that statement could be any truer in this particular situation. Like it just is exhausting thinking about the back and forth between them and how scared Ethan probably is with like all the information that he's ever told Trisha. And Trisha even admits on mom's basement that they feel like Ethan is scared of them and like scared to talk privately with them because he probably thinks that Trisha is going to expose like everything that is said between the two of them. And I mean, it seems like Trisha really would. I mean, right when Frenemies went down, Trisha was like putting their text messages on Twitter for people to read and Oh man, you guys, it's just a horrible big mess and it's so uncomfortable when you just like really, really think about it. And I just want like the best for all of them. Like I really do hope that they can find this common ground of like not talking about each other on the internet and like not 
doing really shitty things to each other because I truly did like when Trisha and Ethan were together. And I think that Ethan was very kind to Trisha. And even Phineas Banks pointed out that Ethan was so patient with Trisha on Frenemies and he like couldn't believe that he was. And that was like the one compliment, but it ended up with him being like, I couldn't believe it because he's like such a dick in real life. So oh, like, I can't believe he was so patient with you. I mean, you know, there is love there. There is care there. But when Trisha's like trolling and trying to do these funny things, to family, it's like fucked. It's fucked up. And it just doesn't really work out in a family dynamic. And so I really do hope that they can all work it out. But the back and forth is seemingly endless at the moment. And with the podcast episode just having come out literally like today, I just don't know. I don't know how this is going to end because Trisha doesn't seem like they want to forgive Ethan at all for not airing the Frenemies episode and says that they're never going to let that one go. So yeah, I don't know. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. And the wedding is coming up. So I mean, I don't know exactly what month it is or what, but you know, Trisha says that they're getting married in a couple of months and with Ethan's mom saying that she doesn't want to go. Like, I mean, is Ethan going to be at the wedding? Like, it's his wife's brother, and he is the groom. And, oh, my God, to think that they wouldn't be at the wedding. Like, could you imagine the scandal? Like, what if there's drama? Like, what if they, you know, fight like this, and then the wedding is, like, in two days? Like, what happens then? Like, is the wedding called off? Do they just not go to the wedding? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I mean, holy shit. Like, that would just be fucked up to a whole big extent. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much like where everything kind of stands at the moment in terms of that drama. It is pretty insane to think about. I mean, yikes, you guys. This is a whole whirlwind of a situation that is for sure. But aside from this, there are some other things that I wanted to talk to you guys about because, you know, there are some other things that are slightly going on in the community. And one of the big conversations right now is in regards to the Met Gala. And obviously there hasn't been a Met Gala in a couple of years because of COVID and that just hasn't been a reality, but there is talks for the future Met Gala and who might actually be in attendance to this. And some of the names that are being thrown around are really getting on people's nerves and people are not happy about it. And those two names are Emma Chamberlain and Addison Ray. What I have to say is that I'm a little surprised about Addison. I know she's pretty famous right now. She's really big, really popular, all that stuff. Um, but I am surprised to hear her name just because I think she's famous, but I don't think she's like, you know, in with a designer, you know, but Emma, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all because she has been working very closely with Louis Vuitton and she's worked with another brand, I believe. And so I'm not surprised to hear that Emma could possibly be going to the Met Gala, but Addison, holy shit. I mean, could you just imagine like going from TikTok dances to this, the Met Gala? Honestly, I was like going on Addison's Instagram today because I woke up to her being in Sephora, like her item beauty brand launching in Sephora. And I was just like, holy shit, like I'm just so amazed at this girl. Like I wish I was her honestly, because just think about her journey. She went from TikTok dances in college to Hype House to 
being friends with Kourtney Kardashian to working out with Hailey Bieber to a Netflix movie to beauty brand owner to being in Sephora to potentially going to the Met Gala. Holy shit. I mean, if you even if you don't like Addison, you have to admit like that's a crazy ass like jump. And her team, like whoever she hired to do her PR, her manager, her agent, all this stuff, they deserve all the money in the world too because they got her these crazy opportunities and like everything is just like lined up for her except for like her dating Bryce. But I mean, holy shit. And now she's dating, well, allegedly, apparently Kid Leroy's best friend. Um, I forgot, Fetty something. I totally don't know his name, but... I mean, ugh, let me just look it up because it's going to drive me nuts if I don't know his name. Fetty Addison. Omer Fetty. Oh my God. I thought Fetty was his first name for some reason. Oh no. Yes. Omer Fetty. And Bryce, Bryce Hall was actually on Tana Mojo's podcast and said that he was happy for Addison Ray for her new boyfriend. And that's really nice. I think that's mature. I also don't know who Bryce is dating. I thought he was dating that girl, Riley, and then all of a sudden it was his 22nd birthday and he's on the table at some house party making out with Josie Kasango and I was like, what the heck? Like, I thought you had a full-on girlfriend. You're over here kissing another girl. I'm so confused, Bryce. I can't keep up. And the Sway house is falling apart. Like, Sway LA is completely broken up. Nobody's living, you know, together anymore. Josh Richards moved into the old hype house. I <laughs> you guys, like the way the internet is a, a total like wishwash of like craziness right now is absolutely insane. I literally sometimes I'm like, I can't keep up. Like there's so much shit going on. And especially when there's like a big scandal or a big drama going on, it's like really hard to like see the little stories that come out. And yeah, I mean, I pretty much talked about them with you guys here, like the McAllen situation, the Bryce. And I mean, oh, oh my goodness, this Trisha and Ethan thing has really just blown all the way up. And I mean, every single day that I've been like editing these videos, I just have like Outer Banks on in the background. I don't know why. It's like my comfort show. And I've never had a comfort show before because I honestly don't like re-watching old shows. I think the only show that I've ever like binged and then gone to re-watch it again was New Girl. But see, I only like went back to rewatch it with like my ex because we loved the show. And when it was over, we were like, oh, like what do we watch together? And we just loved New Girl. But now I'm like, I feel like I can't watch it because either it's like reminds me of us watching it together or yeah, like it's like a little sad to watch it. So I just don't. And Outer Banks is just so much better. It's just so much better to me. I freaking love it. The vibes and everything like, <sighs> but I will say I did take a break from rewatching it to watch a new show this past week. I watched Ginny and Georgia, which there was like some controversy when it came out. I remember that they were getting called out for a couple scenes on the show, but I honestly really did like it and they're getting a second season, but yeah, I really did enjoy the show. I was going into it not knowing like what the heck the show was even about, what happened, and I was hooked. I was like, whoa, this is not what I was expecting at all. Oh, but you guys. Oh, so as I'm recording this, I have like my TV on and it's like muted, but it's Netflix. And so it's like cycling through all like the movies and TV shows that they have. And I saw The Kissing Booth 3 and I just remembered I needed to talk about it with you guys because I got a lot of feelings about The Kissing Booth 3. I mean... You know, I didn't love The Kissing Booth. Like, I didn't love the movies, but I watched them because that's just how you go about these types of movies. Like, you don't love them, but you watch them. That's just kind of 
what happens when Netflix makes these like cheesy love story movies. Like that's, that's how I feel about Addison's movie. Like I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to love it because it's going to be cheesy. But I watched The Kissing Booth 3. And truly, it's kind of uncomfortable because I know that Joey King and I almost said like Nate because that's just his character in Euphoria. But Jacob, they used to date and now they're not together anymore. And he's with Kaya Gerber. And it's just so awkward to see them have to like be lovers in this movie. But like they're not lovers in real life anymore. Like see... I could totally watch a movie if the main characters are not dating, which is like a lot of movies and TV shows. But if you guys have history and like you guys dated and now you're broken up and you have to act like you're a couple, like, I don't know why, but I'm sitting there on my couch. Like I could never, I could never, I would, I, I, I just can't. I mean, you know, it's really professional. It's really good. And when you work and that's your job, you got to do what you got to do. But like, I could never be forced to act like I am so in love with my ex. It, for a movie, like, with cameras and people watching, knowing, like, he's dating someone else and, like, oh, oh my God. And I think they even filmed, like, the second and third movie, like, back-to-back, like, literally right after their breakup, which just, that would hurt me so bad. I would be a mess. I mean, that's pretty much, like, what happened with High School Musical, the musical, the series. Like, Olivia and Josh had to act like they were a couple, even though they were broken up and all that and it was just really sad and uh, I don't know how these actors do it I don't know how they do it they say don't date your coworkers, but I've definitely done that in the past um yeah it didn't end like horrible for me but I didn't have to like act with anyone that's for sure that would have ruined me but anyways the kissing booth three why did they do Elle so dirty in the movie like they had her dressed horribly what was the hair at the end of the movie like she looked 40 and it was not it was not it it was not it. I don't know why. <sighs> I don't know why the best friend, like the brother and his girl, they had to be endgame, but not the main characters. I mean, they were, but they weren't. You know, like, were they together in the end? And that's why they were riding away in the sunset with their bikes or what? Because I just, the whole thing was just ridiculous. I mean, why did they bring back Marco? I just don't understand the logic on some of the storyline in it. It was a little upsetting. I just feel like they just should have been together. Like we should have seen them go to actual college. And uh, I just felt like it took her 10 years to pick a college and then for everyone to find out what college she was going to and then for them to break up and then for them to see each other again. Like it just, that just could have been like five minutes and then we could have gotten into a better ending or something because you guys it was just the movie was just not it it was not it for me i'm sorry and i wish that it was better but it was like the third movie and i don't know which person said on instagram like oh this is my favorite movie out of all three of them like one of the actors said that and i was like that's that's a lie that is a lie there's just no way i mean uh, but you know i am very excited for the after movie the third after movie if you guys have not seen the after movies then you need to go watch it because it's just amazing like it is so fucking good i'm obsessed with those movies they're the best like truly the best thing ever and i mean oh my god yeah i can't get into all of that because <laughs> just watch it it's super fucking sexual and i'm all about it i'm here for it it's amazing everything and more that anybody could ever want i heard that i need to read the book so i, I need to read the books but i couldn't tell you the last time i actually read a book because reading is Reading is not that fun for me. I'm like a slow reader, so it takes me a while. But 
Anyways, you guys, I think I've ranted enough about a bunch of different topics for today. There's obviously a lot of things going on online. And, you know, next week, I think when we chat, he's all that Addison Rae's new movie might be out. Maybe. I don't know. It's the 19th. It comes out the 27th. Okay, no. It will be the day after the podcast comes out that it comes out. But I'm sure we'll be chatting about it the following week. Anyways, you guys, I love you guys so much. If you guys want to chat about anything that I mentioned here on the podcast, you can tweet me at NoBleepsPod. I also have a YouTube channel where I upload these episodes. You guys can leave a comment down there. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye guys.